Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the To Be Frank podcast. This is episode six, I believe. Um, so we're, if you've been sticking through with us till now, we're glad to have you and thank you for your support. If you're new here, um, hope you enjoy it. So James, how's your week been? Yeah, nothing crazy. Pretty stressed. Yeah. That's about it, but nothing new to be honest. Just working a lot, um, trying to get new clients. Actually got quite a few new clients recently, which is really nice. But it is stressful because it's like you have to set them up. Yeah. Make sure you don't mess it up. Um, and I want to, like, you definitely want the first few weeks. It's like really crucial for buy-in. Yeah. Because it's like if they get in and the first few weeks are kind of iffy, they're probably going to want to leave. Yeah. So you definitely. want you want to make them feel com- like comfortable um, and confident that you're going to do a good job. Because it's not just good for like, okay, yeah, you get more clients and money is nice. But it's also good from the perspective of like their actual results. Like yeah. if they trust you more, they're more likely to do the program well yeah. and make sure everything's actually working. Um, and they'll follow everything you say to the T compared to, eh, yeah, this kind of works. Yeah, um, makes so, sense. Yeah. So it, it's been a lot of that, but it is a lot of fun. Um, writing has been on a little bit of a stall because, you know, we're, it's currently uh, December 23rd. So we're coming up to Christmas. Yeah, a lot of Christmas shopping, man. Jeez. <laughs> it's it's nice, but geez, yeah, stressful. I haven't wrapped my presents yet, but like, oh, yeah. not excited to wrap presents. I just, it's it's yeah. just not. Uh, it, they should wrap themselves. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't get why wrapping is a thing. Can't you just put it in a plastic bag? And yeah, we well, maybe maybe like little gift bags should become more popular. I think, but that seems a bit wasteful. Like oh, so whole, it's wrapping. To yeah, wrapping is a bit of a waste too. Maybe I'll make an environmental stand. Maybe say no, no more wrapping. Um, Maybe you could make like, like fully biodegradable paper, and so mm-hmm. like you wrap it up, open it on Christmas morning, and that, you just chuck in the compost or something. That might be the move. I'm sure that exists. Hundred yeah, percent, that exists. Um, yeah, it's a cool. bit more expensive than the cheap cool, like cool the lettuce. Place yeah, just yeah. Use lettuce, mate. Yeah. How, how's your week been? Um, more or less same as you. Just like kind of put a lot of stuff on hold to do mm. Christmas stuff. Um, mm. I mean, if, for those wondering why they're listening to this in like mid-January, we're talking <laughs> about Christmas. Yeah, uh, we record like a couple weeks in advance, so we have yeah s- enough to upload. Just so we're we, safe in case one of us is like in the hospital or something. Yeah, yeah. Just um, in case Jason like fights a boar or something for like yeah. a ritual or something like that. Like, we just got to be <laughs> we've got to be careful. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, yeah. It'll, it'll be a ball ball this weekend. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, with my bare hands yeah yeah um yeah last week was it a bear last week yeah 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 yeah. damn Um, crazy week but you know i I wrapped presents today um fortunately this year you have a um, special technique or do you just kind of go out i'm terrible at wrapping honestly it's it's hard like like i could get a like perfect cube present like a (laughs) cube box and i'll still muck up the wrapping somehow it's it's a skill i don't have yeah and i'm i'm not willing to persevere through the advancement of that skill yeah, because like I, I, I don't wrap enough to to practice it enough. Mm. So if I'm like wrapping lots of presents, I'll get kind of good at it by the end. Oh, and yeah. then I'll just forget all that next time anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but you know, fortunately, uh, my girlfriend and I are doing joint gifts this year. Oh, yeah, that, and, that, is, that is wholesome. And she's done a lot of the shopping and wrapping, um, which has taken a, a big load off my shoulders, so... Mm. big thanks and shout out to her yeah shout out um <laughs> uh, but i i did she ran into her the other day in the supermarket oh, I heard about she that. was listening to the podcast yeah that was pretty funny 
I know. I I kind of kind of worried if if my girlfriend's meeting you in the supermarket after our podcast about meeting women in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's very true. Very, very, you should be cautious. Yeah, <laughs> absolute predator in the supermarket. Yeah, I, I, she told me she saw you while listening to it. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, I she. She's taken a big load off my shoulders this year, but I have done some of the Christmas shopping and and wrapping. Mm. I did people did the open kit. gifts, and then you'll be oh, that's cool. What, yeah. is, what is that? Yeah, I'll be like dad on Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my father. Many years. Yeah, no, I I know I know what what she's gotten everyone. Um, like I couldn't list you off everything right now. No, like spoilers. But, spoilers. Well, I mean, it, it's not a spoiler by the time that this is true. That out. is true. Yes. Um, Christmas is on, on Friday. Yeah. Um, two days from now. But, you know, I, if I, when I see people open them, I'll go, oh, yeah, that's right. We discussed yeah. that. So mm. it's not like she just went out and got them without any kind of discussion. She's like, mm. oh, should we get such and such this? Yeah. Um, what about this? I'm like, yep. Or, nah. What do you think about Christmas in general? Um, like, do you enjoy Christmas? Is mm. it something you look forward to? Is it like, eh, meh? I, I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy it, but not because it's Christmas, mm. if you know what I mean. So, like, I enjoy it because it's a holiday. Yeah. Um, it's fun to just, like, chill with people and chill with the family and all that. It's, yeah. um, nice, like, getting free stuff. Yeah, that's not bad, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind that. Um, and it's just, like, it's, it's just a day where you can just sort of sit back and, like, you don't have to worry about anything because, mm. you know, it's a holiday. That is true. Um. But like I'm not a Christian or anything, and and don't celebrate. I don't celebrate Christmas for the Christ or the Mass. Yes, that's I just, true. I almost forget that part exists, which yeah. is kind of, I guess, sad in a way. Yeah. Um. But it's like a family, like it's a cultural thing for my family, I guess. Yeah. Like my parents aren't religious. Um. But my mum's like hugely into mm. Christmas. Yeah. Um, I, like I definitely am too. Like Christmas is a sacred holiday. Yeah. Like to me, it's like. Like, I was literally writing down in my notebook just now, like, I am probably going to do a little bit of work on Christmas, and I feel like that's, like, taboo. Yeah. But it's, like, I'll be with my family in the morning, and then we're doing yeah. something with the flat in the night, and then I'm probably going to spend some time just, like, being, pursuing stillness. Like, yeah, Just Fair being enough. chill, going for a walk or something. But at some point, I'm probably going to do some work, maybe some writing. That would be I think chill. I will as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that's a little bit taboo? A little bit yeah, taboo? I mean, I guess it is, but because people see it as like, it's a, it's a holiday. Yeah. And so um, people are like, oh, you're working on Christmas. You must be like a workaholic or something. Mm. Um, like Christmas isn't sacred to me. Mm. Like I, I, I guess it's something special, but mm. it's not, I won't say it's sacred to me. Yeah. Um, like, it's not a holy day or anything for me. Um, so if I want to do some writing on Christmas, I'll do some writing. But mm. um, obviously on Christmas, the priority will be for me just like chilling. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to like, if I don't want to do You're writing, not going to set a to-do list yeah. and be like, I have these five tasks yeah. to get done around the family. Yeah, exactly. You know, like... But like if I, if I am chilling on Christmas and I want to, you know, edit a chapter or something like that, I'm yeah. going to do that. I'm not going to... Yeah force myself not to because my mandated rest day is on sunday yeah and christmas this is, is not Friday. a sunday <laughs> you would never just think about swapping them no <sighs> like because i feel like I mean, would are, ruin are you the... introverted or extroverted like, i think in, i'm extroverted in, in yeah. yeah so you generally feel recharged after talking to people yeah interesting i'm probably fuck i like 
I'm like loud in social situations yeah. and I'm not exactly, I wouldn't say I'm shy, but man, am I extroverted. I mean, introverted. Right. I realized moving in like to this flat, I've realized like, geez, I, it's, it's not just that I was living with my family and it's like, you know, yeah. I just chill in my room a lot. Like, no, I'm literally an introvert. Yeah. Like I'll talk to people and I'll be like, geez, that was exhausting. Oh, like okay. it's, it's like when I have multiple social things throughout a single day, I'm like, geez, man. That was mm. bloody tiring. I need to go sit in my room alone and watch anime. Like, oh, yeah. that is... You're like, that's the opposite of me. Because, like, I'm, like, kind of shy, kind of quiet. Um, I prefer to listen rather than speak. Mm. Um, I prefer, prefer to, like, just observe rather than be the center of attention and all that. Mm. Um, but, like, I, I used to think I was an introvert because of this. Mm. Um, but, like, the more I think about it, um, and especially with this year with like lockdowns and things like that. Um, I think I am an extrovert because I actually, even though I'm, I'm not the loudest person, unlike you, who's like really loud, yeah, outgoing, very, confident, yeah. loud as um, like last, you're, you're like, like a 20 big presence in the, yes. in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though I'm like the opposite of that, I enjoy being around people, spending time with people, talking to people. Hmm. Um, even if I'm just like listening to them rambling about maybe, something. Maybe that's why it's so exhausting for me because I am quite loud. Maybe. Maybe that's a contributing factor because I always like feel as though I should be at, at least contributing towards driving yeah. conversation and social activity further yeah. rather than being like a present observer. Because like... Sometimes when I'm just feeling real introverted, I'll just be real quiet. Yeah. And I feel as though then the mood is different because I'm not driving it forward. Yeah. Like, hmm. I do think though, like, I don't like these dichotomous sort of dualistic Yes. Categories. I think it's a spectrum. Yeah. Rather than a, like... I don't think anyone is wholly introverted or wholly extroverted. Yeah. Like, there's aspects of myself that are very extroverted. Like, I love... I will talk to random people yeah. on the bus. I will, like... If I see a random person at a coffee shop or something, I'll go up and say hi or whatever. Like, if I see a person I know from high school, mm. I might go up and talk to them if I like them. <laughs> but, like, yeah. depends. <laughs> um, and, like, but, yeah, definitely if there's, if it's, like, I think we talked about cohabitation. Yeah. Yeah, like, that, for me, is exhausting. Well, it's, it's, it's almost social anxiety provoking. Oh, okay. Because it's, like, oh, how do we just sit here and we just exist in the same room together? Yeah. It's highly confusing. Oh, okay. haven't even grappled with it's something yeah. I hope one day I'll get, learn to grapple with it but at this current like, moment it's still a challenge I'm quite the opposite especially with people I know like if I'm with someone I know I'll often prefer that to being alone yeah um, even if I'm just like doing like if we're just doing my own thing mm. doing our own things like not like we don't have to be like engaging 100% mm. um, but like I like I like being in people's presence and having mm. people in my presence and mm. um so I, I don't I, I don't get awkward if I'm in a room with someone and like I don't feel like I have to drive a conversation or anything. Mm. I, I just like I definitely let do. what happens happens. Yeah. I'm very yeah. like if it's quiet in a room I'll just yeah. start I'll just talk there's not like it's an active thought process, but mm. often I'll just think of something, say it out loud, like a statement or a question or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure. What do you think about like, so like in general, um, this is one thing I do want to discuss. I don't, I haven't listed it down or anything, but I think like there's a trade-off that has to be, we might've discussed this at some point, but so like my mentor, Eric Helms, right? We had yeah. a conversation a while ago. He's like, he's obviously pretty damn successful. He does very well, but nowadays he doesn't work that much. Like he's not working 
12 hours a day every day mm. um i would say i'm probably closer to the 12 hour thing maybe 14 hours on some days that's like my normal range of total work that a normal day is probably 10 to 14 hours somewhere in there and it's definitely on like the workaholic scale right because there's <laughs> no day of the week where i'm like yeah just chilled out the whole day <laughs> like usually the only days where i won't work would be like days where everything is socializing yeah where like there's like five social events or some shit like coffee and then gym with someone else yeah. and then like the thing at night like and then i'll have two hours free where i'm just like organizing my life and stuff um but it's usually like there's always days where i'm pushing myself to work more do more work as much as possible get as much done yeah. um and I think in some ways it's problematic, stressful, maybe shortening my lifespan. Um, and I'm not... Like, I definitely am aging fast, 100%. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling more... Um, you can see it in my face. Like, my face has aged. I mean, I can see a grey hair there right now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, like, I do... I do Like, there's... Uh, in the start of Ego is the Enemy, Ryan Holiday is talking about how he was a workaholic and mm. how he was like, okay, this is not some, like oh he works a little bit too much or he works really hard it's more like he's going he he described it as he's going to die an early death because yeah. of it because other aspects just get neglected like i find when i have free time and i'm like oh i've got four hours of free time i don't have anything on this night i'll just go around and organize my life like yeah. shave for instance like that <laughs> shit just gets thrown out the window doing laundry that shit gets thrown out the window having a normal dinner yeah like absolutely thrown out the window um and it's, 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 but it's, I feel as though it's the trade-off that I have to make because yeah. I, I, I would feel not inadequate, but maybe inadequate. Um, but I would feel like, like there's a certain amount of success that I want to achieve. Right. And I feel as though there's a certain period of workaholism that might be productive to that. Mm. But then mm, I'm unsure. Like, I don't know if it's a useful trade-off to make because the, like it, it is a year round and it's like i enjoy all my work but it is stressful nonetheless yeah. um and it's like i don't i couldn't imagine living any other way like i i want to spend all these hours doing these things because they're so intensely fulfilling yeah like yeah it's it's and maybe it's because the socializing aspect to it as well i try and spend lots of time i try and maintain a few relationships but put a lot of time into them yeah you know it's like i i don't like like, it's, I'm not sort of half someone's friend that I hang out with them once every two months. Yeah. It's very, very rare. It's usually I hang out with one... Like, I'll have a friend and I'll hang out with them at least once every two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I think that that contributes to it as well because we'll hang out for, like, three or four hours or, yeah. like, two hours. And then it's, like, that's a whole thing. And that could be a morning or whatever. And then the rest of the day will just be filled with work. Um, I don't know if there's really a point to this ramble, but any thoughts? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, th I think their workaholism, I think, is bad in any case. I don't think there would be a period of workaholism, which is good. But mm. I, I don't think working hard is necessarily bad. Mm. Like, I think workaholism, the addiction to work, yes. um, is bad. Because even if you work hard, you still feel bad for not working when you're not working. Yes. And the, it's I don't always get that feeling. But yeah. it's more as though... Hmm. No, I, I definitely do get that. Like, there's definitely feelings often where I'm like, fuck, I could have done more today. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's relatively often. But it doesn't really drain on me. Like, I'm like, right. I'm successful enough at my age that it's fine. Yeah, I, I don't think you're a workaholic. 
Yeah, like a, I, I don't think you're a genuine workaholic. You're no. a hard worker. Yeah, but Maybe I, you I allow myself be. time. Yeah, but, definitely used to be. Yeah, 100%. So much guilt if I didn't like yeah. work enough in the day or, yeah. or if I started like... Like I wouldn't give myself... It's not that I wouldn't... There would be specifically, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Yeah. It would more be if I started playing video games and I was like, I'm only going to play 30 minutes and I played 45 minutes. Yeah. I would feel guilty because of that. Yeah. Rather than giving myself con- like permission to just write off the night. Yeah. And nowadays that's what I try and do at least every night. Yeah. Well, most nights I try and be like, okay, don't work until just before you go into bed. Like, yeah. Watch some damn anime. Man. <laughs> I think it's important. Like worker, workaholics, um, become addicted to the work, uh, mm. as a thing itself. They don't, they they have they pay no mind to um, what it actually yields. Yes, um, that's the that's what. And I so was. what 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 can be destructive with it is not only can it affect your health, like mm. you can you neglect all kinds of things about yourself, like you said, you can neglect your laundry and yes. things like that. If, if even eating appropriately, yeah. Or... But then, like, what happens is it can turn into something completely unproductive, where if you haven't got much work genuine work to do mm. you feel empty and so you go find like pointless work yes that's like, what i that's what i used to do all the time you you run around doing all this nonsense stuff that doesn't yeah. actually do anything mm. as a way to just fill that void and like feel good about not relaxing yes whereas but if I you've got no common, work like where, where if someone's starting in an entrepreneurial field yeah like they're trying to create content or something yeah they'll go and make stuff or they'll go and do stuff or try and learn stuff um just to try and get any foot in the door yeah like now i kind of have a little foot in the door like my toes poking through the door and like you know i'm feeling relatively comfortable where i'm at um but yeah i definitely think that like that was definitely me to the t probably 20 17 because mm. it's like i would literally plan everything in my calendar like every hour i'd be like at this hour you're doing this this hour you're doing that yeah. and i would follow it and it was fucked like socializing yeah. that i mean socializing always goes in the calendar now for me right i just won't turn up yeah. <laughs> but it's like for me that's a really like uh rewarding thing like yeah. I, I don't i'm not bound by my calendar anymore yeah that's that's like, good it's, like it's, it's meant to be something to help you it's not meant to be something to hold yourself yeah to. like it, it's it's not your god it's just a calendar it's a tool to assist you and and what you need to do um but i think workaholics can sometimes um they they literally they make a religion out of their work they they devote themselves to it completely and um if their work demands something they do it because it's they see it as being like above them it's it's like this higher principle um that they are they're, they're bound to um like I, I mean, I think it is like you said. It is common for people who are trying to make something, yeah. Like trying to make like it, be an yeah. entrepreneur or whatever, mm. um, or a writer even. Like I've experienced, I'm I haven't experienced workaholism, but um, like this, like similar things where you like feel like you're not doing enough mm. sometimes. Like if you're just chilling out, you and then feel there'll like, be all these messages on Instagram being like, "Hey, if you're not, oh, like all these motivational mm. speeches that'll say shit like." while you're sleeping the other guy yeah it's like bro yeah yeah like i don't like that and i've seen like i see it a lot in among like the writing community where where authors will say like um if you want to make it as an author you have to do it constantly like you have to be Mm. just 
completely is working and going for it, that sort of thing. Mm. Like you look at like successful and good authors, they're not constantly working. Yeah, like I look um, at Ryan as a prime prime example. The yeah. guy lives on a farm, and he spends a lot of time minding the farm. Yeah, like he doesn't have to do that, but that's like a stoic thing yeah. he's doing. Um, and I think I think if I had become like a workaholic at the start of this year as a way of pursuing a writing career. I would have been in a worse position than I mm. am now. Like you, I could like sometimes I'll think, oh, if I had done more work than I've already done, Do maybe think... I'll be better. Like maybe I'll have three books ready to publish or something like that. Yeah. But then I think about it, I'm just like, no, I, I, I have less. Like you can only say yes to so much. Yeah. And it's like for instance, do you ever think, damn, I could have done the masters and the books? Does that? Like, I, yeah. Mind? Sometimes I think like, oh, maybe I should have done both, or like I think, oh, maybe I should have. Um, gotten like more hours working right maybe yeah. gotten like a um like a much more uh like a job like yours or mm. maybe even a full-time job or something like that so yeah. i can earn more money to put towards my book stuff like marketing and stuff then mm. i think about it and it's like no i'd burn out yeah exactly like i definitely push myself quite often like especially during like oh my god last exam period i did really well like my yeah. results were the best i've ever had by far like pretty much unable to improve mm. for the most part um like pretty damn happy with how it turned out but it's like man did i drive myself as far as possible yeah like i basically studied I, I worked at least 14 hours every day that's including studied work podcast stuff coaching like at least 14 hours every day for probably four five six weeks on end yeah and it, i didn't socialize like, i was like I would maybe socialize once every two weeks. And it was just, my friends would be like, hey, can you do something this week? Are you too busy? I'm I'm just too busy. Like, and it's just like, that is not sustainable. I knew after that period that I had to relax. Like, I had to take some time to just socialize, chill out, seek some stillness. Like, because it is just unsustainable. Yeah. Like that, that period of time, it was, it's like with um, resistance training, right? We have a, we have a mesocycle or a training cycle which you sort of build up your intensity or your, your total work over the mesocycle and then you have a deload week and the deload week you basically do nothing you yeah. pretty much might go in for one session but it's like easy as piss like super yeah. easy and it's kind of I feel as though that is useful in life sometimes yeah. having like okay this week I'm going to say no to as much stuff as possible yeah but yeah I sometimes worry with the masters and the book and the podcast and the work and the coaching that I'm like hey and the bodybuilding yeah it's like hey man you should probably chill I think say no to more yeah and I think this is where like things like meditation like you started doing mm. um, can can be helpful because they can help you to um, put things into perspective and regulate yeah. yourself and listen to yourself a bit more like mm. there's nothing wrong with doing all these things like podcast book coaching etc etc there's nothing wrong with doing all that um, as long as you listen to yourself like yeah. and, and set priorities. Like your book is something that is like good to work on, but obviously mm. your master's has a deadline yes, and exactly. you're paying for it. And I have to put it so, on a hierarchy of importance. Yeah. Um, and it's just like... And the book you does need not a, have a deadline. I can no, basically finish it whenever. You need to listen. Like I think it's important to listen to yourself and you can do that when you meditate. You can listen to like, mm. okay, do I need to calm down? Yeah. Or do I need to 
or can I get more out or something like that? Yeah. Um, like, man, people don't listen to themselves and no. they just like drive themselves as if they're like machines, mm. or just like robots, just constantly like they, they become their own slave drivers. Mm. Um, and, and destroy themselves in the process. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't, I also don't agree. Like people say, oh, just work hard core. Like, like I see all these like motivational speakers, like, oh, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're not like you're less than this certain age. You're 20 or 25 or whatever. Um, you don't have a right to be relaxing and having fun yet. You can do that when you're 30 right now. You Mm. should be like working hard mm. like i saw a, like a tiktok with this guy he was saying um why are you trying to why are you thinking about buying a ps5 you don't you're you're 20 you don't have a right to be thinking about buying a ps5 you should be working hard you mm. can enjoy this stuff when you're 30 i don't agree with that mentality because yeah maybe you'll be like you'll finally be successful when you reach 30 and mm. you can chill out and get a ps5 but chances are you're going to just continue you're gonna still having to be working like a full-time job so your free time isn't going to be you're not going to be living in luxury yeah um and you've just wasted your 20s yeah exactly that's the thing that i'm somewhat cautious turning it up but i definitely do think there is a it is useful to have a period of working very hard like you're probably working harder than the average person your age at the moment i would say do you think i don't know this year i've like got a lot done I've yeah. written over 20 stories yeah. and they're like decent length stories. Yeah. Like, I, like, like I call them short stories, yeah. but they're on the long side of what a short story is. Right. Um, like, like some of them verge on novella length. What the what? Um, like a novella little... How many novel? words are we looking at? Um, like a, a novella I think is kind of 20,000-ish words. So the short stories might be um, something like 10k. Yeah, I've got like mo- like the average word length of my short stories is ten k. Jesus, you've um, done twenty of those this year? Over twenty. Holy Something like twenty two, twenty three or something. So that's I wrote, like, around two hundred thousand words in short stories. Yeah. Jeez, and then how? Do you know how long the books are? Like, the book, but plus the editing and the, the books. Yeah, they so probably the short they're decent too. length books. Yeah. Like big novels. Um. So I've like completed one. I've written the first draft of another one which i'm working through editing and all that um i've done a a few articles for medium Mm. um i like i've written heaps yeah i've written more than i ever have Mm. um, or at least this this year i've written more than any other year yeah um even when i was at uni i was writing barely anything yeah so like it seems like i've got a lot done and i've worked super hard but i feel like this year has been so relaxed compared to like past years i guess you control life. a lot of your schedule and yeah. apparently choice is one of the biggest factors in, in sort of um satisfaction and relaxation yeah and i feel like part of the reason i feel like i haven't worked as hard and this kind of is it kind of does have a negative side effect where i feel like i've been lazy or something um but then i look at how much i've actually done and i've got like it's a metric fuck yeah on. Um, like my short stories, I'm planning on making into two books on their own. That would be like nice. Like separating wow, them into like anthologies. Cool. Hell yeah. Um, so like I've got heaps of content I've created. Mm. Um, I've started making podcasts as well. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. But like it, it doesn't feel like I've worked hard because, right. and I feel like the reason for that is because I've like lived more naturally. Like I've, yeah, yeah. I've listened more to like my own, not using an alarm clock. I've used an alarm clock. Oh, um, yeah. but like, I mean, 
I don't kind of force myself into doing it if I just am not feeling it. Yeah. Um, and I, I let myself rest. I let myself relax. Mm. I take evenings off. I, what would you, uh, if you had to guess, how I, many hours a day do you think is like an average work day for you at the moment? It's it's hard to say because um, it depends on if you count me driving to tutoring as work. Um, yes. Like it's it's not like I do eight hours straight. But yeah. I think average work day, if you just consider everything six to eight hours. Oh, yeah. So like I try to treat it like it's a full-time job because I'd like it to be my full-time job. Yeah. Um, I'd like to make a career out of it. I'd like to be able to get up every morning and and work on my mm. on my writing for the yeah. rest of my life. Um, I'd be happy doing that even if I never retire mm. um, because it's something that I'm passionate about and that... Um, I, I see these like value in that in itself, not in what it, what not in the rewards, mm. but just in the writing itself. I find value in that, mm. um, and so I treat it kind of like a full time job already, um, and that allows me to take breaks. It allows me to rest, um, even though I'm not really like making an income from it yet. Mm. Um, I I treat it like I am, and so that allows me to rest because I've. I've done the work yes. of the, for the day in quotes, yeah. um, but it it doesn't feel like work half the time. Yeah, and I think that's why I feel like I haven't really worked at all that hard this year. Even though work. I've yeah, like even though I've produced lots, yeah, I haven't worked hard to produce that. And that's what I think. Like with workaholics, they they often miss that, and they think yeah. that the amount of uh, the amount of suffering they put themselves through equals the amount of rewards that they get from their yeah. suffering. Like, yeah, they think that oh, if I just if I just beat myself even harder, <laughs> I'll have earned more. Mm. Um, That's definitely I think how I viewed it back in the day. Yeah, like I think it's the opposite. Now is compounded. Yeah, and it's like, well, not really. The the outcome is compounded. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. Like. Obviously, I'm not going to have written a book if I just played video games all day. Yeah. Um, but there needs to be like a balance. Like you need to, if you if your body is saying rest, you need to listen to that and rest. Yeah. Um, you can't be a slave driver for yourself. Yes. Um, and just like think about it, we didn't evolve to be working constantly exactly. all day every day yeah, we evolved to get up like eat some leaves drink some water and then go mate, find a and just chill bunny rabbit eat the fuck out of that yeah like we we evolved to just sort of chill around in the jungle or, yeah or on, on the grassland and just like just like eat berries and mm. smash sticks together and <laughs> like just chill out basically yeah like basically our lives that we did live on that um that island or whatever it was yeah <laughs> that would yeah, be, in the, yeah in the bush yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah i think i as well have definitely living a lot more uh naturally i guess or a lot more i mm. follow my actual natural rhythms of how yeah. i'm actually feeling rather than nope now i put it in my calendar i'm working so i have to work and then you bash yeah. out some shit work yeah exactly even, you produce That's nothing in the two hours it's like okay why i didn't yeah. give myself permission to have any relaxation like the best thing i ever started doing was literally if i notice that i'm working too much i'll just calendar in time like say if i go to bed at eight 
then I'll schedule in two hours prior watching anime. Yeah. Like, this, that's your job. Right? <laughs> you're you're going to sit there and watch anime and do nothing else. Like, <laughs> and also, I found I'm really resistant to my phone at the moment. So, I've started being okay. a lot more active on Instagram. Right. Posting a lot more. And it's gotten me a few clients. Like, it's actually working. Like, it's pretty useful. Like, it's nice because I'm being a little, a little bit more purposeful about it. Yeah. Because at the start with my Instagram, I would just put anything on there. I would let my personality just completely run free. And I'm quite an out there person and probably offensive to some people in some mm. ways. Or I say things that are probably offensive. Yeah. Not in terms of political things, but more, I don't have a much, I don't, my filter is very limited. Yeah. My, my filter is I, made, I maybe tissue paper. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. And like, I just don't care. Like it is yeah. what it is. I'm honest as fuck. That's what it is. Um, But I'm trying to be a little bit more conservative because I've looked at other online coaches and some of them will post things where I'm like, how is that going to make someone want to be your client? Like, it'll yeah. be a, for instance, one thing that really annoys me is when people post memes, like negative memes about them being depressed or negative meme. And it's not like, it's not like this. I think that statement could be misinterpreted as you shouldn't talk about depression, but it's more like the meme will be like, haha, I'm a worthless piece of shit. Right. Or like, haha, me staying up to 3 a.m. Room like just like it's just like and it's i find people but it's not just those memes it's all sorts of shit and it's like random things that just don't have anything to do with what you're trying to sell yeah are you treating your instagram like a business or a social platform like yeah i'm trying to treat it like a business at the moment and i definitely socialize on there but i'm trying not yeah. to as much because like the, the relationships i have in person are so meaningful at the moment so it's like why would i why would like there's so many meaningful relationships I've built through Instagram that have been amazing, and yeah. I still going to maintain those like 100. percent But it's like I've got all these DMs that I'm like, oh, do I like it's just a burden. Like, yeah, I don't want to respond to all these because like I could spend an hour responding, then they respond, then I respond back, and then there's another conversation that I respond to, and then I send a voice message, voice message, and then they send a voice message, and it's 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 there's just not much point. It's like, this does not lead to more results in terms of business. And like, there was this, I think I already told you about this, the study that, um, demonstrated that your phone is more draining in general than just any other form of relaxation as a study break. And it's like, I don't want to spend much time on my phone. Like I made a video a few years ago. It's pretty cringe now watching it, but it was basically, I spent 1456 hours on my phone and it was just, that's a lot. Like it was like, it was like 7% of the year or something. It's like, really? Is that how you want to spend 7% of your year? Probably scrolling Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was pretty useful, but it's like, it's not growing my audience. It's not really contributing to that much. So it's like, yeah, I can put thoughts out there, which I find really useful, but do I really want to be spending that much time on it? Probably not. Um, Yeah. I'm definitely being a lot more conservative with it. I don't know if my actual screen time is going down. I haven't really checked, but maybe I should. But you feel like it's being more useful anyway. Yeah, any yeah. any time I'm putting into it is a lot more useful. I don't really right. spend much time scrolling or looking at looking at stories anymore. Yeah, because it's just like, why am I wasting time here? My life yeah. is very busy at the moment, and it will be for the next three years. Yeah. So it's like, why why get into the habit of like checking Instagram stories is not valuable social interaction. You can respond to someone and be like, oh, that's cool. You, like especially. If you just respond, like you swipe up and you send the heart react or whatever. Yeah. Like that is not meaningful social social interaction. Like it's just not. And 
I don't know, maybe you can be conducive to future relationships, but uh, it's, it's, it's like, there's, if you, if the intent is to socialize, you should socialize. Yeah. You know, like be intentional about it rather than whatever that is. And it's like social media, I don't think it's bad, but it, it really needs to be done in moderation. Mm. Um, and it's so much better not spending much time on it. Like I had a time where I wasn't posting anything on Instagram because I know when I post, I go on more in general because I'm, I'll like do something yeah. in my life and then I'll post it. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, look at this thing or here's a thought I just had or here's a question I was thinking about. What does everyone think? And like that stuff is really cool. I love posting and seeing everyone's response. But I like if I'm going through other people's Instagram stories and responding to it, it's like you're just consuming. Like, yeah. I don't really want to use Instagram as a platform for consumption. I want to use it purely for creation. Yeah. Although I do think the human connection from it has been pretty cool. Like, there's been a lot of people who will just be like, hey man, you want to catch up? Let's FaceTime. Like yeah. they live in the UK, never met them. Like it's that, that aspect of it is nice, but I don't want to, I don't want to spend much time just scrolling. Like that is an utter waste of time, yeah. I think. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, I used like how I used to run that, um, uh, like I had the YouTube channel and the social media of that, um, spirit of our forefathers. Yeah. Um, which it started off as an Instagram, uh, mainly a political one. Um, or like more cultural, I guess. Yeah. Like uh, it was focused on like uh, heritage and and things like that. And then it turned, it went on to like a more spiritual, religious mm. um, theme. Mm. And I like rebranded and everything. Um, that I I used to put a lot into that. I used to write like whole um, like series, like history series. Yeah, you did put a lot um, of time. Like it was. And, um... You were yeah. dedicated as fuck. And I had the YouTube channel. Um, and then I branched out to Twitter and all that. Um, but that was just like kind of a... I didn't really put much into the Twitter. Um, got involved... Like I had, was part of like circles and like sort of social circles and um, private discord and things like that. Um, and it had some value. Like I learned a lot from the interactions I had on that mm. and, and all that and... I, I've I provided value to a lot of people. I've, I've provided some um, good, like important insights and and some valuable um, uh, like topics and all that. Yeah. Um, especially on YouTube, but it got to a point where I just I felt like it was wasting time. Like I was, yeah. um, I, not so much with the YouTube, but with the social media stuff, like with the Instagram. Yeah. My instagram usage on that just dropped so fast so quickly um at a certain point um i I would be posting three times a day sometimes jeez yeah i Um, I don't know how you did that and not not just posting images no it was like a whole 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 caption yeah well written yeah um like you write it on your phone or did you write it i wrote on my phone yeah jeez um like I, i would make three posts a day like when i was really into it um, like if I was on, like, it's not like I'd take time out of the day. Usually it'd be like while I was on the bus waiting for a class, um, that sort of thing. Uh, or like just, I'd take time out of my free time. Yeah. Um, but eventually it got to a point where I was making one post a day, then maybe one every few days, yeah. then maybe one a week. And it, it got to a point where it's just like maybe once or twice a month Yeah. I'd post on Instagram and then it eventually... 
um, I would only post to promote to promote a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, like I say, new video up. Um, my Twitter use um, had ne- was never really big. It would just be me just like bantering with people and maybe um, chucking out the occasional thread, that sort of thing. But I my Instagram was the real thing because that's where it started and that's where it ended. I yeah. think um, when. When my Instagram posting started declining, I think that was kind of the beginning of the end. Yeah. Like, my interest in it, my enthusiasm for it uh, got less and less and less. Yeah. Um, and it, then it got to the point, beginning of this year, um, when I decided I want to pursue my writing and all that, um, I just felt, I can't do both. Yeah, what, like, what is um, the point? It was like, they're two different messages. Yeah. Like, for for so long, I was trying to hold on to it. Yeah. Um, And keep it going, but... It just got like to the point where there's all kinds of factors going into it, and I won't get into all of them. Um, but like, I just got it just started draining me, um, mm. not just because of the effort, um, but all kinds of other re- like, like my like mentally and things like that as well. Emotionally, it started just really weighing on me. Mm. Um, and I, I decided I'm done, I yes. just quit, mm. just like that. Made a short video saying bye bye. Um, made a post about it, um, told the people in the discord server I'm in, um, that I would stay in the server and I'd remain, I'd do this, like I'd stay with them privately. I just not be spirit of forefathers anymore. Yeah. Um, I was done with it. Um, and it just like, I think it was a good decision because I was trying to hold on to it for such a long time and trying to find the energy and the time and the the will to actually do it yeah and like i'd convince myself like oh i'm doing it for like um for the gods for ancestors that sort of thing but was i though like yeah it it got to a point where it's just if i'm doing if i want to do genuine spiritual work i shouldn't be preaching on instagram or youtube i should be working inwardly uh helping people in my immediate circles Mm. like people i know people who i actually can engage with and so I did kind of feel bad about leaving because there were people I'd like, I spoke to people and stuff who I genuinely did help. Like I provided value for them. And then that value was gone um, mm. when I, when I left. Um, but I just, I think, I don't think I could have provided much more value from it anyway. Yeah. Cause I just wasn't finding the will to do it. It was, it was like an external spirituality. Uh, it was very performative in some ways. Right. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really talked much about this um, before now. Mm. Um, Have you thought about it? I've thought about it a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've got a lot of considerations of it um, and all kinds of reasons why I quit as well. Like I, I had been contemplating it for a long time. It wasn't yeah. a snap decision. Yeah. Although for many, it would have seemed like it. Yeah. It wasn't for me. Um, uh, like I, I got up one morning, I just like, today's the day, fuck it. Yeah. But it was something that had been coming for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I guess like the whole point of this ramble is um, like what you were saying, just it, it becomes like the social media stuff, it's all fake. Yeah, um, I, think it de- I think it depends. Like for instance, when I was doing, like when my Instagram was like wonky wall chamois, mm. it had no, like the podcast, like now my Instagram is quite fulfilling. It's like Hypertrophy Hub, when I post on there, that is really meaningful. Gets heaps of engagement, people follow from it, like it's slowly growing. Yeah. And it's really cool. But like, 
And then on James Walsham, it's more like a follow my personal athlete yeah. stuff. And like to me, that's really cool because I get to document that for me. But it's like when I was doing it, when I was trying to put out information on James Walsham, my Instagram, it was like, like sometimes I'll put out, put out information on there, but it's very, it's not like that is my information account. Yeah. Like Hypertrophy Hub, it's just education. That's all it is. I'm just making information to sell coaching. Like yeah. that is the goal of that account. Um, and then the other one, it's just like, I'm just putting thoughts out there. And yeah. it's, it's, I post whenever the fuck I want. Sometimes I won't post for a month or two. Sometimes I post three times a week. Yeah. Just when I want to. Like, yeah. then with Hypertrophy Hub, I try and post like once a week, but it's like, they're all, the posts take like two or three hours, but they yeah. get heaps of engagement. So it's like, yeah. yeah. It's about finding what actually works, like what yeah. creates engagement. Mm. Um, like my, uh, and a similar experience, like with my writing stuff, I you can't be, especially self-published, you can't be an author in the 21st century without social media. Mm. Like you need it to get an audience, especially from scratch. Uh, build an audience, um, get readers, engage with people like it's mm. essential f- to have social media so i have my author social media yeah um i post on instagram three times a day and i make those posts into stories as well mm. um those get automatically shared to the facebook as well so i've got all that half of that's automated anyways um i used to not do my instagram and facebook that much though mm. um i used to only post on instagram really Whenever I had a new short story up, yeah. so once every fortnight, yeah. um, which didn't get much engagement because I was only posting once every fortnight. My Twitter, on the other hand, I was more active on and I tried to be active on that. Yeah. Um, I have I had like nearly 500 followers on Twitter, mm. on my writer's Twitter that I'd accumulated from engaging with the writing community, that mm. sort of thing. As of now, I think I have 326 followers. Mm. So I lost like 150 followers. Yeah. Now, the reason for that is so I was engaged in the writing community. Um, I would promote my stuff. I would help. I'd retweet other writers. I'd um, communicate with people as if we were all friends. Yes. But what I started to see very quickly, far faster than when I was spirit of our forefathers, I started to see everyone's only doing this for themselves. Like, it's just yeah. a big circle jerk of promotion. Yeah, 100%. And because it, there's nothing enticing about it, it doesn't work. It's not effective promotion. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get any readers. You have to do something just, that sets you apart. Yeah. Like, with Hypertrophy Hub, I instantly set myself apart by, like, some somewhat an appeal to authority. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, I have degrees, and I know what I'm yeah. talking about. I talk to all these smart people. And the smart people that I talk to have a lot of clout. Yeah. So then people know that I interact with them. They know that they give me respect. So then it's like pretty easy for me to be put above yeah. normal consumers. So then it's like I, 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 I keep myself as yeah. I am an educator. I yeah. put myself up on, on a higher like educational level, if that makes sense. Although it's not really like that, but it is definitely like I am here to educate. I'm yeah. not here to consume. Yeah. Like I don't let it be like... It's very rare that I'll be like interacting with someone else's post like very much. Yeah. Because most of the stuff I've seen before, because the stuff people are putting out is for consumers. Like it's not advanced stuff at all. So yeah. it's like most for the most part. Yeah. I, with my Twitter, um, so the reason I lost like 150 followers was because I, I realized fast, but I wish I realized way sooner, maybe before I even bothered with Twitter. Um, the Twitter is a waste of time trying to get it, build an audience. Um, 
so I, I, I would, I used to follow everyone who would follow me, and I'd follow people for following a turn. So I'd have about the same amount of um, followers as I was following people. Mm. Um, and I was like, nah, screw it. I'm like, I don't, I wasn't using Twitter because I was sick of opening Twitter and seeing, oh, read my book. Hashtag, 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 just like constantly, like half of the Twitter feed is supposed to be white, but for me it was mostly blue just because of hashtags. all the links and hashtags. Mm. And it was just like a constant stream of advertisement. And yeah. I'm just like, I kind of realized, well, I'm shit, I'm part of that. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm not reading any of these people's stuff, why are people going to be reading my stuff? Mm. Um, they weren't. Um, and so... I went and unfollowed everyone who I, I whose name I didn't recognize on yeah. my following. List. I think that's actually a really good approach. I love doing that. And I lost 150 followers after this within a few days. Yeah. I guess because people check and see, oh, is this person following me? No. Okay. Yeah. And then unfollow. So it's just like people only following me for the follow back. Yeah, which is um, like. And so I on on my website I can see where my traffic is coming from like whether mm. it's coming from directly clicking a link like if you've got it on a bookmark or something or if you type the address in mm. um i've you can see what social media is it is it coming from so like if you click on a link on facebook it'll tell me on my website that you've come from facebook um and like if you've google searched it that sort of thing mm. um my main source of social media traffic before i started using instagram daily was facebook I didn't use Facebook that much mm. um, back then. Um, I'd only post every now and then. So the reason that most of it was coming from Facebook was probably because of family. Because, like, my mum would share my posts and stuff like that. And I would, on my personal Facebook, I'd share my posts. So mm. friends and family was probably the main source of traffic from um, from Facebook. Mm. And that Facebook was my main source of social media traffic. Yeah. Um, Twitter so like- was very very low it's like I was, even though i was mostly posting to twitter i was gaining barely anything from twitter anyways yeah i got a i got a few email subscribers from twitter yeah so there was some value in it it wasn't completely waste of time mm. um but i've gotten more email subscribers from facebook and that sort yeah. of thing um mm. and 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 paid advertising and all that um but now that I've started using Instagram daily, so I post three times a day, my main source of traffic is Instagram. Yeah. So those are actually working. Yeah, that's um, the thing. It's like, it takes so long to find something that actually works. Yeah. Like, I did 600 posts over the course of two years on my main account, James Walsh. Mm. And like, bro, I did not get any... Like, I slowly was gaining followers, but I wasn't gaining any engagement. Yeah. Like, there was no trend change. And then I started the Hypertrophy Hub account, and... Instantly, I took it way more seriously. Every post is a post that's staying there forever. Yeah. And, like, it's... it's. I want it to be something I can look back on and be like, I'm still proud of that. That's fine. Yeah. Looks good. Like, they're all, like, edit them all in Photoshop and, yeah. like... And they're all consumer... Like, they're all for people to yeah. consume, like, look at and mm. take value for, for themselves. For, yeah. yeah. And I pretty much have a rule of I don't follow anyone on there unless they're a creator that I mutually respect. Yeah. They have to be, like, at a certain level and if they're just a normal PT probably won't follow them if they're, unless they're like a friend yeah and even then it's like yeah like if my friends follow me on there i'm not following them back right oh, you have a chance. i don't care like, <laughs> i think i might follow to be frank on instagram I might follow you maybe not i don't sure. know i try not to follow anyone that's not fitness related yeah because i see it as like 
everyone I follow on that account is an endorsement. Yeah. I'm saying this person is not stupid. Fair. Like yeah. that's effectively what I'm trying to say with that. Um, so I try and keep it pretty limited. Yeah. It's like 160 following like 1700 followers. Oh yeah. Which is like, I'm really happy with that. Cause it's like, it's not this game of follow, follow yeah. back. Just, I never want to play that game. I might have a, I might spend like an hour or something one day actually fully studying your Instagram. See how you've grown. It's pretty good. Yeah. That quick. It's literally just like you make posts that are savable. Yeah. And then people save the posts because it's uh, like instantly useful in the gym. Yeah. So it's like, or it's something that you need to read over a few times yeah. and understand. Like for instance, I did a post last, I did two posts on, I like deliberately made it a series on protein intake. Yeah. So I basically explained the first one was like, how much protein should you eat? And then the second one was like, when should you eat your protein? Does it matter at all? What yeah. is, what is the leucine threshold? And I basically explained these ideas and they're pretty basic, like overall, but to a lot of people, these are probably novel ideas. Like to me, these ideas are just pff, easy. I can type yeah. them out without, without looking at anything, any resources, but to other people, it's like, Oh, why is it 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilo? Yeah. Like, well, why is that? And then I referenced the study. I showed the study. I explained a little bit about it and it's just like, it works pretty damn well because every post takes ages. Yeah. Like I might do one after this and just, I've got, I basically, when I'm walking around or thinking, I'll just think, oh my God, that would be a good post. And then I'll plan it. And yeah. then I'm like, should this be multiple posts? Should this be just one slide? Should this be five slides? How and frequently do you post? It's like an, an average, it usually does come in waves to be honest. Right. To be frank. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh it's probably um once a week okay. around then it's but they usually get pretty good engagement i think if i posted twice a week for the next year which i might tr make that like a new year's thing try yeah. and do it like um i think that would be pretty i'd probably gain like over i reckon i would get to maybe three thousand followers by the end of next year okay. maybe more i only started it in early, like this year i think yeah and it's done pretty well just but it is also like it's all it's it's that in combined with it's a brand yeah. it's coaching i'm trying to put myself in the same categories as the other big companies and look like them yeah so like there's there's like renaissance periodization revive stronger team 3dmj i'm currently wearing this shirt like these are all my boys they all endorse me they're like hey yeah. this, this guy's not stupid um and then it's like i try and associate with them in general so then people put me in the same category and then I can sort of rise up with them, yeah, push them yeah. up. Whenever, whenever I get clout, I can help push them up yeah. or try and help them in some way. But it's like, it's I try and put myself in the same category and make it obvious that I'm in that category. Yeah. And I want to seem at least similar to the same level. Yeah. And obviously I'm not academically yet. Like most of these guys have PhDs, master's degrees, etc. But we get in there, you know, got to yeah. finish the master's. <laughs> might do a second master's, might get a PhD. Like we'll see. But it's i i'm trying like there's a de very deliberate strategy with it because it's i'm modeling it off what they've done and then just trying to do it better because often those big companies don't invest as much into instagram and there's actually another group of people who are doing it better than me at the moment and growing way faster yeah because their infographics look better they always use a study and they always focus it around the study and they can interpret research better these guys right. are fucking insane they grew they grew from there are maybe 500 followers four months ago now they're at four thousand. Because they've they've figured out how to do it so influencers will share their posts. Yeah. Because that's the my main mechanism of growing. Because I'm not well known in the fitness community, but there's multiple people who are have lots of followers who follow me and watch my stuff. Yeah. 
So then if I can make stuff that I know people who are like that will share, or they see, see it as beneficial to just yeah, share a post. It doesn't take long. Like, it takes a second. But if I can get them to share that, then boom, 50,000 yeah. people see it. So it's like, it's definitely a strategy. Yeah. Every post, not every post, but a lot of them, I'll see it in a way where it's like, which specific community can I target here? Yeah. And which idea that is currently popular can I promote and explain yeah. or rebuttal? Um, it's very, very rarely that, that it's a rebuttal though because I don't find that that useful. Yeah. It's easy to critique shit, but it's not hard to come up with. I mean, it's very hard to come up with ideas that are actually useful. Yeah. Like, it's very, very common. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm just trying to think of like how I can apply that to my own Instagram mm. with like authoring and stuff. Well, I, I have noticed one thing about your Instagram, if you don't mind me giving a critique. Yeah, go it. on. It's all the same kind of structure. Right. There's no variety within the posts. Okay, you I, think there should be a... Yes, 100%. Okay. 100%. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Oh, I think right. like it could be a book review. I don't know. Or like, okay. Like, like, hmm. Because it's all the same structure yeah and then it's easy for people to be like oh okay they read the thing and then it's like but there's not novel right and i try and make mine like every single post at least looks unique or at least they, they come up and there's different versions of posts i have one which is like a quick tip which i like it's, it's like a whole thing it's like it just says quick tip hypertrophy hub quick tip at the top and then it says a quick tip which is yeah easiest like it takes me 10 seconds to make and i don't even put a caption i just okay put, if you enjoy this, yeah. share, whatever, or comment, blah, blah, blah. Or like, what do you think? Do you think this is true? Um, yeah. Something like that. Um, and then with the longer posts, the infographics, those take probably one to two hours to make. Mm. Um, they're probably one every one, one out of every three posts. Okay. And then every, every now and then I'll make like an advertisement, which would be like, buy my coaching or like yeah. client testimonial. This is what we did in six weeks or whatever, which is pretty rare. I don't do that that often. More out of laziness rather than actual um, thought process. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's mainly cycling through those two posts or when I'm doing the podcast more frequently. Right. It's usually like a podcast promotion, which usually gets pretty good engagement. Yeah. Because I think my podcast is, I can attack it from an angle that not many other people can do. Yeah. Um, because of my youth and my eccentric personality <laughs> i think i can yeah. i'm willing to i'm willing to touch on topics that no a lot of people aren't willing to touch right. on um and then i can get quite uh i can i have enough knowledge of the space and the understanding of the culture and the relationships between companies people etc yeah. that i can make podcasts that are enticing yeah um and then it's often like because i know who people want to hear want to listen to yeah and then I get them on and I get them to talk about the thing that people want to listen to or the thing that no one else has asked them. Yeah. So then it's a pretty good, pretty good um, window in. So usually it's like quick tip, podcast promotion, infographic, quick tip, podcast promotion. Okay. That basically yeah. recycle. Cause Cause I've been following like a pattern where like I'll post, um, like I just do quotes from a short story and I just do quote from short story, quote from book, Quote from short story, quote from short story, quote from book. Mm. So then but, I get but, like the line of book quotes down the middle. Yeah. But do they all on the main? Do they? Where's my phone? But um, like there, there isn't much variety. I guess it's more in the actual aesthetic of it. Yeah, because that's the main thing for me. Is like it's how do you differentiate one that's from the book to one that's not right. from the book? Like that's the thing. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, is it a short story? Is it a book? It doesn't. It yeah, takes I more do than use, a second to know. Um, 
I'm not like arguing with you no. on your critique. I'm just tell- I'm just explaining. I do use um, so see down oh, the middle yeah. there. I, yeah. So I use the same um picture for book quotes. Yeah, but I think people would so, miss that. But yeah, because that's it, what I'm starting to think now that you've said that. Because it's it's like I like the layout of it, but how do we know w- right. what it's from? Like you can't. I can't look at this and know. Oh, that's obviously from a short story. Yeah. You know, like. So do you reckon? I should keep maybe the book quote thing, and so keep the pattern where the but book maybe quotes make it middle, but... make like a little thing in the corner saying like, excerpt from my book coming out in twenty twenty one, coming out March twenty twenty one. Also, while you're saying this, I was thinking of ways I can just not just do short story quotes. Yeah, because a quote yeah. is okay, but it's like it's hard to get people to engage with just quotes. Right. Yeah. Probably. It's a hard angle to do because. It's just hard marketing. It is really like, hard. And you've got to really kind of test all the waters. and. I have a really easy model to follow. Yeah. Like, I just look, what are other successful online coaches doing? Yeah. Take the best aspects. And that's my fucking marketing plan. Yeah. Like, hmm. You should look at Ryan Holiday's Instagram. That's pretty um, useful. Right he has a really successful Instagram. But, I mean, he's got some Illuminati clout. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like he's just in with all the famous people. Um, like he just knows like he had Matthew McConaughey on his podcast last week like oh okay he's just next level famous but like it'll be like like for instance a video on Instagram that is the shit um, like I want to do lectures on my Hypertrophy Hub Instagram oh, yeah. where it's like basically I want to do a maybe 10 minute IGTV lecture where it's in the format of IGTV so it fits with that yeah like I'll angle the camera on the side or something and I'll film it with that make it look professional or I'll just film it more casually but it's going to have slides it's going to have everything and it's just like it'll just work pretty damn well and I'll just make the cover yeah so then I'll just have one still image that I can use as the cover so then it can look aesthetic um, but then be like oh this is a lecture yeah so then people can be like oh there's a lecture what the fuck I can watch this or like even if it's one minute of video content then it's like oh interesting and i say the topic up front i'm like we're talking about protein timing or we're talking about hypertrophy programming or we're talking about how to peak for a powerlifting cycle right yeah it's pretty but i mean i kind of have it easy because it's like all these topics are inherently like people will pay to get this information i can just give it out for free yeah but then if you give it out in parts you can still sell a whole product yeah so it's like the reason people pay is because you get the whole topic yeah rather than a bite-sized chunk of the topic because you probably couldn't become a true online coach or like learn enough about hypertrophy just through instagram yeah you can probably learn a decent amount but like in reality you're not going to learn everything and eventually like it kind of scales into the long-term business like it's like eventually i want to sell courses like eventually event <laughs> like real long term i would like yeah. to be a lecturer which would be quite nice and then it's like you get the academic clout you publish research you publish lectures, you sell lectures, you work with other online course providers. Like, it's pretty, pretty sweet gig. Yeah. But we need to get there, you know? Yeah. You know, one social media I have been getting a decent amount of engagement on, um, like, I've just started it, but already I'm doing quite well on it, is TikTok. Yeah. Which you wouldn't usually think of as, like, a, an author platform. Mm. But what I've been doing on TikTok is I've been posting so my main audience on tiktok is writers Mm. but writers read a lot anyway yeah they do yeah and so i've been just posting like these writer tips yeah 
like the real basic stuff um and sometimes sometimes my my girlfriend will post a question as if she's some stranger and then i'll have <laughs> i'll have some content to uh, i'll answer that question which will give me some content yeah as well um <laughs> but so i've just been basically posting these how are you uh, finding tips. it like you is it enjoyable to do it's it's fun it's easy yeah so like literally how long does it think take? of it like like literally a minute really like so you'll I'll, think of an idea while walking around or something put it in your yeah. notes well, you, you won't really notice, you'll just remember I'll, it. I'll, God, <laughs> if I think of bro, it. Bro, I've had so many ideas over the last week that I didn't write down. And I was just like, fuck, I'm never getting that idea back. <laughs> it's never coming and I know it was a good idea. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have an idea. Um, I'll post it, like, around midday. I'm still, I'm still not sure of the best optimal posting time. Because the problem with living in New Zealand is I want an audience that's not just in New Zealand. Yeah. So I need to figure out what the best time to post is in New Zealand where other people in like America will see it. Yeah. I'm still figuring that out. But I've been posting around midday, so I just literally sit at my desk. I've got my bookshelf in the background. Um, nice aesthetic background. Prop it up with a candle um, my girlfriend made me with um, <laughs> solar candles, S-O-L-A candles. Makes great candles if you live in New Zealand and want to buy some. Hell um, yeah. I'll prop it up, push the plus to... Make a video, click play. And you record, and do you edit, do you add the things in after, like like the the, the these things. Oh, the those things are just like in the thumbnail. So you add them in the thumbnail. Yeah. So like I'll I'll literally record the video. I say here's my tip. Blah 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 blah. Smile. Push stop. Um. Then put in the caption hashtags all that. Do the thumbnail. So you just choose a part of the video to to snapshot. You, then you can just add like the um, caption bubble mm. over the top of it and then you just post like I don't trim it edit it anything like that mm. I think um, I might make a TikTok today I had an idea for one the it, other day it probably worked really well for your kind of hell thing. yeah like it does for fitness in general yeah. like the idea I have is like have you seen that TikTok where it's like I can't talk right now I'm doing hot girl shit yeah that one I'm gonna do that but I can't talk right now I'm doing evidence-based shit. Yeah. And then I'm going to list like three or four things that are evidence-based fitness. That That's a really good idea. Yeah. I think that would but, work really well on TikTok. Yeah, I think so. Like I've, I've only been doing this for, let me see when the first one I made was. So you would never go into the effort of like editing like a thing on your thing. Like you would never go through on like. <sighs> it, it literally, so it takes me within 60 seconds to record it. And, and then literally just make the catch. Jesus, so like easy. two minutes. Jeez, yeah, because I've seen a lot of successful people on TikTok. Yeah. Like, oh, I saw this lady. Can't remember what she was selling or what she. I think she was a social media um, manager or something. But like, she was really successful. She had like thirty thousand followers, and I was like, shit. Yeah. And all she did was same exact thing, and it's just like you just need to figure out what sells on TikTok or what works. Yeah. So like, sometimes I'll also use trending hashtags, which have no relevance to my. Mm. tiktok but my first tiktok i started doing this mm. um was on the 19th of october mm. so two months ago yeah i've got 58 followers yeah. 728 likes mm. and i've just it's not even one a day like there's not even that many tiktoks there yeah and it's just super easy and then like, all, all it's you... not a, i'm not a huge account i'm not viral mm. but in that two months i've accumulated like that's nearly one follower a day mm. and then um, hopefully the idea is it's exponential and yeah i mean probably because that's how tiktok's algorithm mm. works the the more interaction a tiktok gets the more people it shows it to yeah um 
and so like, I've been getting like on average I get around 150 views some get up to 300 over 300 sometimes even hmm. um so between 150 and 300 and slowly views, trending upwards in terms of view count yeah like um like at the start there's like lower averages but then going up like like these five in a row nearly around 300 mm. mark and then so i think what it does is tiktok tiktok's algorithm works i think they show it they show it to a small set of people i think yeah. it's about 150 from yeah. my estimations yeah they show it to that set of people those people will uh interact with it in some way so they'll either completely scroll past mm. completely um or they'll watch the whole thing or watch some of it then there's the liking commenting sharing and then following from the TikTok itself. Mm. Um, and the more interactions it gets from all those things, so comments, shares, likes, follows, and watching, mm. um, will determine if it reaches a certain threshold, TikTok then shows it to another group, mm. another handful, so another 150 or so. Then if that gets it passes a threshold of interaction, it shows it to another group, and so on and so mm. on. And so when a TikTok goes viral, it's because it's constantly passing hitting, that threshold yeah. to get shown to more and more and more people that's fucking smart yeah so the algorithm's simple as so mm. all you need to do is get past the threshold each time yeah. and so i'm thinking what happens is when with the ones that are like around 300 ish it's passing that first threshold i think it is mm. um and so it, i'm noticing it's starting to pass that threshold more and more um and I think that's just because, like, the more followers you get and that sort of thing, the more people are going to see it as well and mm. actually interact with it and like it. Mm. I wonder um, if there's many scoliosis people on TikTok. I bet that's a thing. Maybe. It's very sellable. Like, I made a TikTok ages ago. I think it... I don't know how many... But it was on Instagram. Like, a reel, I guess. You could make, like, a big-ass, like, sop story TikTok. I did, yeah. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I had surgery, I've uh, crippled, blah, blah, blah. Do that on TikTok and, like, put sad music... And, and like yeah but i feel like for me the tiktoks i want to make would take a lot of time but it could just be me being like hey yeah here's an evidence-based fitness tip i mean that, that would pretty, like you you wouldn't be getting you wouldn't be making millions of dollars from it but i reckon you'd be getting a lot of views from doing that yeah from just posting but it i would t- want to edit in videos of me looking jacked or me like well, lifting weights can you edit it on the app yeah like you can you can put in like clips and stuff and so i don't because i yeah so you can you can um like if if i record a video now with us i just recording a video talking you're flexing that sort of thing blah 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 um push stop and you can go in um you can add oh okay so you must need tiktok premium or whatever what so you add an audio and you then you TikTok can do TikTok premium i'll buy it i don't know um, fuck i don't know exactly how to add clips and stuff but like people i'll just do google it. it i'll fucking youtube yeah. it that'll happen um you better discard that i want that pop sure you sure you don't want that yeah um <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking of now instead of just doing just doing tips i'm thinking of also doing um like sort of maybe little readings of parts of yeah. stories um, but I don't think I'd do that too often. You should edit in, um, like, for instance, the other day I made a vlog and I um, took a video of me just working. And, like, yeah. it was pretty aesthetic. So it's, like, shit like that. Like, if you just take videos yeah. of you writing and then edit that in as B-roll, that would be pretty clean. I, um, 
I I used to do. I thought it would just be a funny thing of just me typing on TikTok. That didn't really get much attention though. So I changed to do the um, yeah. tips thing, and that started getting more interaction. You could but, have like the you could have the clip of you you talking or like giving the tip. Yeah. And then you could have. I think literally like simple B roll and it like improves something by so much. Yeah. Because it's literally just you typing or like whatever. Yeah. And like you don't even have the audio from that in there. And then it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, I've been thinking about um, also doing like the memes on TikTok, like the trend. Like, hell yeah. Doing hot girl shit and then type. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just ba- basically follow the trends. Yeah. And then just be like, because fitness on TikTok is pretty large. Yeah. And it's all trash. It's all so yeah. bad. It's all fucking <laughs> terrible information. <laughs> Holy fuck, is it bad? I'm like, good God. I, I, what I want to do. I want to just mock other TikTokers and be like, this is fucking atrocious information. Well, you can but do like, that's problematic. Yeah. You can do like duets on TikTok. Yeah, that's what I'll probably where do. Where you like. can critique politely. Yeah, that's what I'll have to do. Because fuck me. Yeah. It is so bad. Like they are atrocious across the board. Like it's seriously, it's so bad. It's like, if you want big shoulders, do these six exercises. And it's like, why would you do all that? What is the point? Most of these exercises yeah. are not conducive to hypertrophy. Like shut the. The problem f- with it is that it's like it's you've got sixty seconds, so it's really prone to just like the. No, no, no. These guys instant, just don't know what they're talking yeah, about. These guys like, have no that's what I'm saying. Like it's really prone to the people who just say, "Oh, do this, this," and you're done. yeah, yeah. Because um, it's easier to chuck that up and see yeah, reputable. Exactly. Fuck me, it's bad. Bro. Um, it's so bad. Like it's it's a it's a, it's a mess. Like every time I see a fitness TikTok, it's just trash. Remember well, what I said that's before why about me having no filter. Yeah. Or just like, fuck, this is what I just... But like, you need to step in and start doing... And like, duetting people with critiques and stuff, that will get a lot of attention. That might be the move. Like... Alright, I'm going to write that down. Um, (laughs) Before you forget. Duet. Duet. Um, um, TikTok. Because that'll... People will like, follow for the beef, but then they'll learn stuff and be like, oh, that's as valuable. Is it... But I, I did a whole podcast episode talking about how calling people out is a problem. Well, I mean, you don't I have am, to like. I don't have to say, "Hey, you're a problem." I say the information here is not quite correct. But I think I would have to steel man it. I think every every it's like an easy formula: steel man into yeah, this is generally right, but you might be have a little bit. This this exercise is a little problematic because of this or blah yeah. blah blah. I think that's the move. That is the fucking move right there. <laughs> and then that's so easy to do. Yeah. So you duet someone, so you have their video play, and then you play over it, or you play after it, or something. Yeah. Or? That is so like you move. you can um you can either do it where they the don't have to give is, you permission you just do it you just do it like the permission is implied when they post a TikTok oh yeah like it's like imagine if they Twitter, respond you don't, imagine they they, respond. they can so you can create have like whole conversations and so what it, what you do is in the caption it'll link to the original TikTok yeah so people can go watch the original you can either put them put yours and theirs side by side oh yeah so like it's going simultaneously. Yeah. Where you can, like, they'll be saying something and you can be like, nah, nah, that's wrong. And, and so, oh! so if you want, like, a really cheap kind of thing, you can do that. Or you can do, I think they call it a stitch, actually. Oh, yeah. um, you can do it where you start playing the original And TikTok, then you pause it and then you And then it, like, pauses and you come in. Oh, that might be the move. Thing. Yeah. Um, but you've got 60 seconds, so you have yeah. to, like, work out, like, doing it really fast. And, yeah. And getting and your point the TikToks, across. There's text box might not be 60 and then... And I could just point out some of the parts that are incorrect. Yeah, so like if you do a duet, like you can never have a TikTok longer than 60 seconds. Yeah. So if you do a duet and you say get 15 seconds of their TikTok and yeah. then you pause it and then you come in, you've only mm. got 45 seconds. 
So like, yeah. that'll be part of your whole TikTok. Yeah. But like, I, I've been wanting for for a few weeks. I've been wanting to get in on doing like the trends and stuff. And I'll see like a trend. And I think, oh, I could do, do it. something like do that. It, I I need to muster the confidence. Do but it. But now that you've well, what's affirmed the, what's it, the I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do one where it's literally me saying, I can't talk right now. I'm doing evidence based shit. Yeah, fuck. I'm gonna. And then I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna play the music over it or something or like. Yeah. I don't know. It it also means a little bit more work, but I reckon it will be. A, I think it'll be worth it. I'm gonna. I think so. I'm literally gonna do it today. I'm gonna do fucking TikToks. All right. I'm gonna duet people and just. I'm gonna keep it. I'm not gonna talk about it on my other Instagrams at the moment. Yeah. But I'm gonna try and make sure I get it to the point where I'm doing it well. Yeah. Um, do like one every two weeks or something. No, yeah. One every. I don't know. Maybe um, one whenever I feel like it. See going back to Instagram, mm. do you think it would be a good idea to then, I could like make those TikToks the Instagram reels? Do the Instagram, yeah. But I don't, you might want to make sure it's, because this one, the TikTok seems like it's just for writers. Is, yeah, well, yeah, it is. It's like writing tips and things like that. Um, so it's kind of, I, you could I'm easily doing make it, that on Instagram post. You take your most successful TikToks. Yeah. And chuck, like that is no work and it might get some views. Yeah. And reels, reels you can make as a post. Yeah. I want to do more reels. People started using... There's a function called guides now on Instagram, which What's is like... That? It's pretty fucking cool. It's like... Um, I've only seen one person use it, but it's basically like you post a guide, which will be like a collection of posts. Right. Which I should bloody do, because it's like <laughs> pro all my protein posts in one post. Hell yeah. Yeah. All my programming posts in one post. That would be like 15 posts. Yeah. And you can just set them in a collection. Oh, yeah. Like, God, that would be good. That would, that would kill the game. I might have to do that today. Yeah, I think after Christmas, I'm going to do a... I'm going to start getting in on the trends. I don't I don't think I have time before Christmas. Do you want to Christmas Because I, I want to probably... You opening presents. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I think um, you should leave Christmas out of social media 100%. Yeah. Whatever your sacred culture like, I, I I'm taking a break um, from social media that weekend. Um, but, like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. You've given me the confidence do I it. need to... Do it. To, to take that step and, and start it's because I feel it's kind of it's cringe like, it kind of is cringe but who like, gives a fuck though who gives a fuck that's what gets what attention do you, what do you, yeah what do you judge like what do you yeah. what, who, who's going to judge you that you care about like is your girlfriend going to sit there and be like what a fucking loser fuck this guy I'm maybe out. a little bit but maybe. I don't care but she won't give she won't give yeah. a fuck you know no one's actually going to care to the point where they're going to be like ha ha anyone who does can get fucked because yeah. like who the fuck are they like, what do they have to say? Like, okay, cool. You're not making content. Yeah. You're not pursuing your dream. Fuck off. Like, okay, cool. You're sad because you're not pursuing something you actually want to do. Yeah. You're working at a job you hate. Cool. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to... So, over the this rest of this week and the weekend, I'm going to find a bunch of trends I think would work perfectly. Mm. Just while I'm looking at TikTok. If I think of a trend, I'll, I'll do that one. Add it to a notes or something. Um, and then next week, I'll start doing trends because hmm. sometimes I, think... I don't have a tip like i want to do it i want to do like a daily thing but sometimes i don't have a tip so maybe if i don't have a tip i could do just a random you just meme. pick a trend yeah it might take a while it might take like half an hour or something but i'll probably won't even take that long i guess like yeah. like some of them you like you just get the sound like an original the sound, sound. Yeah. use the sound and then just make your own video mm. over it. I'm gonna, after this, I'm going to watch some videos about how to make TikToks. Yeah. I'm going to make one tonight. Also, read read about how the algorithm works exactly. Because mm. um, that helped me as well, like, uh, sort of getting it sorted. And you're going to forget what I've told you about yeah. it. 
So <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch some. I'm gonna do some study on TikTok. Yeah. I'm gonna study the game and then fuck everyone up. It's a silly. It's a silly platform, but it's big. Yeah. And it's new as well, which yeah. you, know, you have that advantage. And it's still trending. Like it's not. It's not gone stale no. like Facebook has. Yeah. Hmm. Needs to move and it goes viral yeah. like that. And it's especially like with nowhere. authors, I have there's not a huge author community on there. Yeah. Whereas like on other so like Twitter for example, it's just all authors are on there. Yeah, and I know that no no one evidence based is on TikTok. No one, because I know them all. Yeah. So it's like none of those guys are seriously doing TikTok. There's maybe like one guy, like Spencer Nodolsky, and it's gone really well for him. He's, yeah. he's a medical doctor who's sort of into fitness. Um, yeah, might be the move. And some of my friends are starting to make reels on Instagram, but I don't think they're making TikToks. I'll have to check I think that. you should be at first. Yeah, like, it's be done. Uh, if any of you evidence-based folk are listening to this, watch out! Don't take my idea. Well, you you just need to get on <laughs> yeah, TikTok gonna, before by the this time this is up. posted. I'll be famous on TikTok. So like, yeah, by like, the time this is posted, I'll have some TikTok memes up there. You can go and laugh at me. Yeah, yeah. See if we've actually done it. Go, go and look. Go and look at our TikToks. Oh yeah, now I'm. Do you want to shout out? Now your, do you want to shout out your TikTok? Yeah, um, but now now I've been held accountable, so I'm going to have to do it now. Yeah, There's no did. backing out. Now it's live on a podcast. You have no um, choice. It's just Jason C. Malone. Right. I don't know what mine is. Mine might be James Walsh. might be Hypertrophy Hub. Um, but like, yeah, you can... Um, oh. I think I'll make it James Walsh because that seems more... Seems better. Right. Should we end it off here? Yeah. Nice. What an interesting conversation. Cool. <laughs> we didn't talk about what we planned again, but yeah, that's fine. It'll do. Um, um, so, where can people find you online? Alright, so online. On TikTok, can, where can people You can find me on TikTok at Jason C. Malone. <laughs> I'm also on Medium, writing things there occasionally, just about writing and my thoughts and things like that. I've got yeah. another article coming up which might be posted by the time this episode's up about um, petrol station at night, um, <laughs> which might be interesting. Um, I'm on the medium at Jason C. Malone as well. Uh, and then if you want to find my author profiles, um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, all at talesfromardon.com. And Ardon is spelled A-R-D-O-N-N. Uh, and my website, www.talesfromardon.com. You can find all my short stories there as well. Clean. What about you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at James underscore Walsham, W-A-L-S-H-A-M. Um, and you can find Hypertrophy Hub on Instagram. Just search the Hypertrophy Hub. Um, should come up, you know, quite famous. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, if you want to listen to my podcast, you can just search up Hypertrophy Hub and then it will come up. It's all about building muscle. So if you don't like building muscle, then don't listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening.